we're Real Sisters, Real Talk. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Um, so excited to be here with you today. I'm Shauna. And I'm Jody. And we are really excited to have time with you today. So Shauna just flew in from Michigan. Yeah. And we had, a, we had an ice storm actually just a couple of days ago. It was insane. And I was so excited to go to California. And then I got here and it's like 59 degrees and it's raining and I flew into Long Beach and so it's an outdoor airport and so yeah I got rained on real good. I did have a hat and I had a, a coat you know which helps a little bit but I did definitely look like something that the cat dragged in when I got here. No she actually looks beautiful <laughs> but um not exactly what you plan on when you no. arrive in Southern California so that's no. a bummer. I know I wanted warm okay. weather. I know. But I'm so glad to be here. I yeah. To be with you is one of my favorite things. Me too. <laughs> so um, fun. And so for us to actually be doing um, a couple episodes in the studio too is super fun together instead of you know in different parts of um, the United States. Right. So. so I live in West Michigan, and Jody lives here in Southern California. Yeah. So we take every opportunity that we can, talk a lot on the phone, and and have conversations about faith. But to be here in person is so special and so good. And I haven't met your new grandbaby yet. Oh. My goodness, I know, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. I am too. Yeah, she is just a joy. I have a grandbaby, and my first granddaughter, she is um, first grandbaby. Yeah. Um, she's two months old, and she is such a joy. Mm. I can't yeah. wait to love on her. I know. I can't wait for you to hold her. So you have, it was pretty cool um, how the Lord kind of gave you a verse for yeah. baby Faye before she was born, or was it after she was born? Tell me that story. Yeah, so... Um, when we found out that uh, my daughter-in-law, Kellen, was pregnant, we, I began praying for a verse um, that God would give me a verse for the baby. We didn't know boy or girl, but that mm -hmm. God would give me a verse for the baby. And so over the months, I just kept praying it and didn't really get a leading, but it didn't bother me um, because I knew that he would show me what verse to pray over this child as, as this child grows. And so um, I continued to do that for months. And then um, she was born on December 21st. And so the next day after she was born, I said, okay, Lord, I, I have this granddaughter yeah. and um, what verse do you have for her? And I felt like he said, fearfully and wonderfully made, just, just quiet mm -hmm. in my spirit, fearfully and wonderfully made. And I thought, well, that's kind of boring uh, because... <laughs> It's like your typical baby verse. It's what you right. see, you know, on pillows for babies or blankets that you yes. give to kind of kind of everybody celebrates that right. their baby is fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. And you know, yeah. sometimes you want like this verse, like we're looking for something dynamic, right? Like um, you know, a warrior for right. God and <laughs> yes. you know, let's proclaim yeah. this over her. <laughs> right. So um so I was just holding it. And I was yeah. and also it's a verse that's familiar to me. It's Psalm 139, 13 and 14. And so I, I was kind of holding that and saying, Lord, was that me or is that you? Mm -hmm. Is that from you? Is that really the verse you have for her? And so um, fast forward now, it's December 24th, and I'm standing at my little coffee bar. I have this little coffee station in my home, and I was making my coffee. And while I waited for it, because heaven forbid I should walk away from the coffee pot, um, <laughs> I was just kind of praying and asking the Lord, is this the verse you have for mm. Faye, or is it not? Was that just me? And and I looked at this chalkboard. And so in between my two coffee pots, and yes, I have two. Um, <laughs> Why do you have two coffee Because pots? I really like coffee. So one's a Keurig and then one's a 12 cup. Oh, okay. So it's so, whether you're like just getting yourself a cup of coffee. <laughs> One cup or just of coffee. <laughs> or many, multiple cups of coffee. Okay. Yes. So um, 
I have this chalkboard and I put scripture on it and I change it for every season. Yeah. So I, I put a new scripture on it for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for Easter, for Valentine's Day, for each holiday, I will change it out. Well, back in... It, keep in mind it's December 24th. Yeah. So it's Christmas. We've been through Thanksgiving. So back in October, we had a shower at our home for um, Kellen and the baby. And I had written a verse for the shower, really not thinking a whole lot about it. And it was Psalm 119, um, 119 now I'm not, I'm saying 139, verse 13 and 14. Um, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully mm -hmm. made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And as um, I looked at that, all of a sudden it connected. God gave me that verse mm -hmm. back in October before even showing me that that was the verse for mm -hmm. Faye. And he had me not change it for Thanksgiving and not change the yeah. chalkboard for Christmas so that he could confirm that for mm -hmm. me on December 24th when mm -hmm. I was wrestling out. And the thing, I mean, it was so sweet, and I got to write that verse in her Bible that we got her for Aww. Christmas and, um, you know, put on there that that's from Nana and Paca, and um, this is the verse I am praying over. I got to share that story with Tyler and Kellen that oh, night that's cool. about how God gave that to me for her, and that I really believe that's a verse that I am to pray over her for her life. I didn't know you were going by Nana. Sorry. This yes. is a side yeah. note, but that is so oh, cute. Yes. That is so fun. Yes. Which we, we actually call Nana. Shauna Nana oh. um, as a nickname, so that's funny. <laughs> Um, I didn't put that together until now. Very fun. But yeah, so, but the other thing is it's just so sweet the way that God works mm -hmm. and the way that he confirms things and so, um, just so kind yeah. and so loving. Yeah. And so that was just really overwhelming. And so yeah. that is, and, and, you know, now I look at that verse and I think my little Faye needs to know that she is fearfully mm -hmm. and wonderfully made. And I, I got to have her for a few hours the other day, and I speak that over her. I tell her when I see her. Yeah. Um, it's just beautiful, and I get to pray it over her. So back up a little bit. Yeah. When it comes to, like, hearing the voice of God, yeah. even, even the fact that you were asking God to give you a verse for Faye, how did you anticipate that he would answer that? How would you know if he did? I mean, if we were to go yeah. back to the beginning of like learning to hear the voice of God, right? like take me there. Yeah. So um, I'm going to start with an explanation. I, I will say we probably need to get to like God can speak to us any way he wants to. Yeah. But here's a really common way that I often hear God speak. And, and I think that a lot of people do. I, you know, he can speak with a booming voice, and I think that would be incredible, and probably I would hit my face on the ground <laughs> really quick <laughs> if he did that. Yeah. But, um, but often, so, so just kind of join me in this. If we think about a memory of somebody who um, has loved us really well um, and has spoken blessing, um, our dad, <laughs> every time we left the house, the last word you would hear him say is, God bless you. Mm -hmm. um, and so so even think of dad's voice saying, God yeah. bless you. So for, for you guys out there, if there's a loved one that has spoken something um, kind and loving over you, just think about that mm -hmm. and remember it in their voice. And it's often in that place in our mind where God speaks. Mm -hmm. So then we get to how do we discern his voice from, yeah. from mine because that's also where I have my desires and my right. my thoughts. But, yeah. um, but that is often how we hear God speak. When I um, first started my journey of learning to hear God's voice, I 
I would pray earnestly, like, God, I want to hear from you. Like, I'm, I'm going to sit with you and just me and you, and I just want to hear you speak to my heart. And I would hear things that were um, not, not holy, like things that were just normal, like um, call Ellen and check on her or whatever. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, God, that I can't focus on what you're trying to say to me today. And I constantly thought that those things were like, my busy mind and that I was somehow distracted. It took me a while to figure out that God was speaking to me these really, really common things. I used to keep a sticky note next to my Bible for my quiet time. And every time one of those thoughts would come to mind, I'd just write it down so I could put it aside and not be distracted and like go back to what? Hearing from God, you know? And not realizing that I was hearing from God. But when I think the the time that I really realized, oh, God doesn't always use words like thou and thee and like he says right he doesn't sound like Charlton Heston and he says normal things um it's kind of a crazy story but I was doing my quiet time it was 6 30 in the morning it was I just have to kind of set the tone for the day yeah. a little bit yeah. I had a um a speaking engagement and I needed a chunk of time to sit with the Lord to sit with the content to study to receive to lay it all out I just needed uninterrupted time I'm right. not like one of those I can't like take my laptop to Starbucks and right. be Me super neither. productive in a room yeah. full of people. So I needed quiet. I needed space. Um, it just so happened that everybody that lived in our house at the time was going to be gone for the day. And I was going to have the whole day to myself, like five hours of uninterrupted time. And I was so looking forward to that. So I start the day just greeting the Lord and sitting in my comfy spot and talking to him. And I'm like, Lord, you know what I need to accomplish today? And this thought comes into my mind wash the dog. And I'm like, well, that's random. And uh, so I write it down my sticky note, right? And I put it aside. But as I'm reading my Bible and praying and journaling, this thought keeps coming back to me, wash the dog. And I'm like, at this point, I'm listening for the Lord. I'm starting to pay attention and think maybe this is God, right? But I'm like, this is crazy. It's like 6.30 in the morning. And I have a large dog. (laughs) I don't have like a little lab dog. I have a golden retriever in a lab. And so anyway, I was like, ah. Oh. Anyway, I, I kept pushing it off. Um, when my husband got up, he let the dogs out and fed them and whatnot. And when he let the dogs out, he realized that the night before, the dog had gotten into something and he was, um, she was a mess. So she had to be washed. So he's like, it's okay. I don't want you to have... I don't want you to have to worry about it. Thank you, honey. So I will wash the large dog, you know, in the winter in Michigan. And so he did. He washed the dog. But then because of the time he took to wash the dog, he couldn't make it to church for his meeting. So he's like, I'll just do it online. I'll do it from here. He and ended then. And then I he ended up working from home. Yeah. And it just was like what I really needed for headspace to be alone and sit with the Lord and get everything I needed for the day. I was now in shared space. And it was just... Had I washed the just dog. washed the dog, right. you know, but it's like you, we don't expect God to say things to us like wash the dog. Well, we go back to the same thing when I was looking for this dynamic verse. Like we think that there's going to be some big, profound, like, um, you know, sweeping thing that God right. wants us to do. And sometimes he wants us to wash the dog. Yeah. And it's just that simple. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I, you know, sometimes... I think another part of like learning to hear from God too is just recognizing that it's a learning. Right. And I think for some reason, I don't know why this is, but I feel like with spiritual things, we have an expectation on ourselves that we're either good at it or we're not. We either have it or we don't. 
but we don't really give ourselves the grace or the freedom to be able to learn something new and and maybe fall and maybe get it wrong mm -hmm. and you know what I mean we kind of expect that it has to be all or none uh, yeah and I would even I would even go say that we can then sometimes think that that we will arrive at something like hmm. once I learn how to do that then I will always know and yet discerning God's voice, discerning what he's saying is about relationship. Yeah. It's, it's actually not about the end result. It's about relationship with God. Hmm. And so um, it's not like we ever um, get to a point where I know God said that, I know God said this. It's because it's about entering into relationship with him. And because of that, he tends to speak to us in a lot of different ways and like right. not always the same way all the time. I think it's important too, just that... Um, just to mention that God speaking could be not a voice at all. Right. Like God can sometimes speak to us by giving us an image yeah. or a word. And when I say like giving us a word, I don't mean like um, a, a word of knowledge or that. So I mean like literally a word comes into our purview or into our thinking mm -hmm. or into our mind. And it's something that God wants us to pay attention to and investigate and kind of like dive into further. Right. Yeah. Uh, he can speak to us in dreams. Yeah. He can, I mean, he can speak to us any way he wants. And one of the things when I teach on this topic, I talk about how he spoke to Moses through a burning bush. He spoke, spoke to Balaam through a, through donkey, a donkey, right? Um, <laughs> that gives me hope for me. Right? He can definitely speak to he, me. He can, we can definitely hear him, right? No kidding. Um, there's all kinds of ways that God has shown us how he speaks. And so we need yeah. to be open to, again, it's this relationship thing, right? Yeah. So I have another story. Oh, I love stories. Back, Go. Yeah. So <laughs> back when um, when I was going to start, I've been on staff at Emmanuel Church for 17 and a half years. And um, back when I was invited to come on staff, I was in a season of really leaning in and trying to listen to God, hear him speak. And... Um, and wanting to step into what he's called me, I, I could sense there was more, hmm. and I wasn't quite sure what that meant. And so I was leaning in, and I got a phone call. And, um, oh, and in this season, you need to know, in this season, I would often say to my friends and to, to my husband, Johnny, I want to do God's will. If he would just write it in the sky, I'd be happy to do it. Oh, my right? gosh. And it's, it's, a, yes. it's a flippant thing, but, it's, but the reality is I was having trouble discerning his voice. And so it was like, I want to, I want to obey, but if you could make it clear, I'd be happy, yeah. to, I'd happy to do that. I, I just I have yeah. to tell you, I literally, there was a time when I so felt like I did not know what to do and I needed clarity from God that like as I was going to bed, everybody else was in bed and I just took a Sharpie and like left it on the kitchen counter. <laughs> I was like, go ahead. If you... <laughs> Want to write on my wall? I'm right. good with that. That reminds me of Daniel. We yeah, don't want exactly. That message, though, right? No, not the, not his message, <laughs> not his, but your like message. I guess. Yes, seriously. Yeah. And God can do that. Right. He can do that. So, anyway, I was I got a phone call and I was invited to come on staff for Emmanuel to oversee a ministry. And um, when I I got the phone call and I just said, Oh my goodness, I thank you. I'm so honored that you would ask, but I'm not qualified, so no. And the person on the other end said, that was the only answer we wanted. Pray about it for a week and we'll call you wow. back. And I thought, wait, what just, what just happened? I said, no, right. I I'm, told not them I'm not qualified. It's, right. it's, it's, it's just legit, not qualified, right. qualified right, right. to do it. And so um, anyway, a week later, you know, we prayed about it, prayed about it. I, could, I did not get released to say no. And mm -hmm. so it's, that's a real battle when everything in you says, but I can't do right. that job. But God, why are you not allowing me to say no? I just knew that he wasn't allowing me to say no, but I couldn't say yes because I wasn't qualified. And so 
Um, we prayed about it for a week. My husband and I prayed. And they called and said, will you just come to this event? Um, you, you don't have to commit to anything. Just come to this event we're holding for that group. And so I did. It was a pool party. And so I was standing next to um, one of the ministry directors here at the church. And we were standing by the pool. And she did not know any. She, we were not you know, close enough where I had shared with her, mm. you know, if the God would just write in the sky. But right. she looked up at the sky and she said, Jody, I think there's your answer. And I, no joke, I look up and it says, just do it. Oh my A goodness. A skywriter had written. And yeah. I, you, and so no, so God, I do not go looking to the sky when I need to hear something from God. I don't, um, when somebody says they see a skywriter, I don't run to see if it's a message for me, from right, God. Right. At that moment, I knew that I knew that I knew that, that God yeah. was so sweet and he knew it's what I needed. Yeah. And so with a lot of fear, I said yes, mm -hmm. and I'm so glad I did. I am too. Because it has changed everything. You know what? I, this is the different conversation for another time. I yeah. just want to put a pin in this real quick for yeah. another time, but... Um, I don't know why I had a situation where when I'm working as a morning show host right now for um, a radio station, and when they called me, I literally like pulled up the qualifications, and I was like, well, clearly, not it's, me. it's not me. And so right. when my station manager called, that very first contact, I spent 20 minutes explaining to him how I'm not the person for the job, right. but maybe I know the person who, maybe I'm the connection point or right. something. That would make sense. I don't right. know. Yeah, I, I know. feel like that's a conversation for another time, but yeah. anyway, hearing, learning to hear the voice of God, you know, you nailed it, I think, when you said he... he more than anything, he wants relationship with us. Right. And so that's why we don't go looking for the writing in the sky over and right. over again. Because if if he just, personally, if he gave me a system, if he said, this is how I'm always going to to speak to you, right. I would look to the system instead of look to the Savior. You exactly. Know what I mean? Listen for him and what he's saying. And in that, so... Um, because we are real sisters, I know that you love to journal. And that's often how God speaks to you. Yeah. And so if, if we rely on that method, <laughs> then you could often go to your journal right. instead of going to God. Right. And so, yeah, it's just a good thing to remember. He can speak to us any way he wants. Any old way he wants to. Yeah. And we want to be able to hear his voice because he leads yeah. us. He gives us wisdom for our circumstances. Can we talk a little bit, though, real quick about when God gives us something, when he speaks to us, um, and it's not about us and how we handle that. Yeah. Because I recently had a circumstance. Um, we had a special service at church, and it was just the kind of like the sanctuary was open, and you could come and you could worship, and there was just music playing off of a Bluetooth speaker. You could oh, read your wow. Bible. You could walk around. You could pray, whatever. It was just like a free environment, open environment. So I'm sitting there, and I'm praying, and I'm asking the Lord, we what he has for me and worshiping him. And um, I just see an image of somebody that hasn't been in my life for years. And she's, God's pouring honey on her. And I, for some reason, know it's warm. It's warm honey. And she's enjoying it. And it's just like, he's pouring it over the top of her. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I go on with what I'm doing, you know, and I'm paying attention to the lyrics and I'm journaling. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> I'm, journaling. I'm doing my thing with Jesus. And then that image came back to yeah. mind again. And I was like, Lord, what do you want to, what do you want to do with that? I don't know what you want to do with that. Um, 
And so I went on with the evening. Now, I, there's another piece of the puzzle, and that is just that this relationship with this person I hadn't seen in a very long time, um, was it's a very sensitive relationship. It ended sensitive. And so I didn't know how to handle this. I, and I, when God gives us something for somebody else, it doesn't mean that we're supposed to run to them and share that with them. Right. It might be for you to, right. know, to know about them. Right. Or it might be something to share. So the second mm-hmm. time, you know, the first time I kind of shrugged it off was like, oh, that was interesting. Yeah. You know, the second time I was like, Lord, what do you want to do with that? Is there a way that you want me to pray into that for her? Um, and then to be honest, I, I didn't think about it again. Like it yeah. went away out of my memory and I went to bed that night and I woke up the next morning and sure enough, there was that image a third time. And I'm like, okay, now I know, Lord, that you want me to do something with it. But I still feel a little bit like it's a delicate situation. So how do you want me to handle this? Right. So I, the only way I know to get a hold of her is through Facebook Messenger. So I started, you know, to, to draft a text that was, or a message rather, that was, you know, Hey, how are you? Um, I hope this finds you well. Right. You know, I don't know, something, something. And then I was like, delete, 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 delete. And I just said, I was in prayer and I saw God pouring honey on you. It was warm honey and I felt like he was filling you with his liquid love, period. Uh, I hope this is an encouragement to you. And I just sent it. Yeah. And then I, I really didn't even think another thing of it, like, Old me would have thought with this relationship being sensitive, like, oh no, <laughs> just, yes. 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 But I was like, nope, that's what the Lord told me to do, and so I, I felt like that's what He wanted me to do, so I did. And wow. um, it was a few hours later that I received a message back from her, and she just simply said, "I have been pouring into everyone around me, and I feel so." empty and dry. And yes, this encouraged me. And thank you for interceding for me. Oh my goodness. And it was like, this is someone who's not even a part of my life anymore. Right. I don't know if you know, I love that story. I don't know if you know that there is often that you get a vision that actually God uses for me. I don't know if you even know that. Explain that. Do you? Explain. So, um, so back years ago, I mean, I don't even know how many years ago, um, when Tyler, my son, was in Germany, I came home. I got to spend the first week with him, getting him settled there. He went to study abroad for um, his his degree. And so he was going to be there for six months. And I got to spend the first week with him, getting him settled. Mm-hmm. And I got home and I called Shauna and I was just processing. Um, I don't know if you remember this. I was processing out just kind of my own emotion in it. Yeah, and, I remember the phone um, call. Yeah, and there was God just spoke to me in a powerful way that last night, which I'll share another time. But... Um, but I was processing that out with, with you, and there was some turmoil in the place where he was at um, with some different different people living in that area. Um, there were even some riots and things like that um, at that time. And mm-hmm. I remember as I was sharing this with you, you saw a vision of Tyler in a bubble. walking. Do you remember? I do remember yeah. that. He was walking down yes. the street. So now I, the vision is actually very visual for me. Yeah. So I can see it. But he was walking down the street, and there was this bubble around him. And I that brought so much peace over me for the next six months. Hmm. And it wasn't that I thought that it meant that that there was a guarantee Tyler was going to come home safe. That that wasn't what it was. It was that I knew that I knew that I knew that God had his arms around Tyler. 
and that whatever he faced, mm-hmm. God was going to be in it with him. And it brought such such peace. But that's happened more times than just that for me. That's just a really vivid one for that's me. That's cool. So it's, it's very sweet to share that with somebody. But we also, when we get a word for somebody, we always need to hold yeah, it right. and say, God, is that for that person or is it for me? And the other thing is if somebody speaks a word over us and says, like if I came to you and said, which, you know, you wouldn't do and I wouldn't do, but um, Shauna, God gave me a word for you and this is what it is. Oh my. It is. I would be running for the hills. Yes, right? (laughs) So it's always our job. If somebody speaks something over us, it's always our job to hold that, right? And take it to the Lord. We want to take it to the Lord and say, is this for me mm-hmm. or is it not? Is there something you want to show me in this? Yeah. Um, or is, is this have nothing to do with me? And so that's just really important. I had someone um, share something so sweet with me. It was years and years ago, like yeah. uh, might have been two decades ago, at least a decade and a half ago now. Anyway, um, and I'm so glad that he did. And the way that he presented it was I don't know yes. if this will hit your heart or not. And yeah. if it doesn't, please just dismiss it. Right. But I feel like I'm supposed to share this with you. Yeah. And um, I really appreciated that approach. And what he was sharing with me is I had this favorite story. My kids were little, and I read him this book all the time from uh, Max Lucado called You Are Special. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love this book. It's about these wooden people named the Wemmicks, and they had this practice of putting dots on people that did something wrong and then putting stars on people that did things good. Right. And um, anyway, there was this one little Wemmick, his name is Punchinello, and he tried so hard to do the right thing and to get the stars, and he always messed up. And then because he messed up, people would give him the dots. And um, anyway, he, he met this Wemmick, and she didn't have any stickers on her at all. She didn't have any dots. She didn't have any stars at all. And her name was Lucia. And he's like... I don't understand how you don't have any stickers. And he very much admired that about her. And she's like, you know, I don't know. I just, every day I, in the morning, I go to the woodcarver's house mm-hmm. and um, to his workshop. And I spend some time with him and he polishes me up and then the stickers just don't stick. And so because of Lucia, Punchinello wanted to go to the woodcarver himself. His name is Eli and meet him. So he does. And he has a conversation with him and, you know, the woodcarver greets Eli and says, I'm, or greets Punchinello and says, I'm so glad that you came. Mm-hmm. And he starts to talk with him and polish him up and whatnot. And um, as Punchinello was leaving that day, the woodcarver said, I really love you. And as Punchinello started to believe it, one of the dots fell off as he was walking out the door. So my favorite book yes. that I would read to my kids I over and too. over and over again. <laughs> so now back to this guy saying he has a word for me, right? Yeah. He says, he, he gently says, I don't know if this will mean anything to your heart at all. Lucia, you will be. Oh, my goodness. And I just start oh, weeping because I'm like, how would he? Uh, Lucia is this character from, yes. okay, all I've ever wanted is to be pleasing to the Lord and to sit with him and to let, not let, you know, the opinion the of man and define right. me and all of that. And I was just like, it was so settling to my heart. Um, oh, and my, my husband ended up giving me, um, an ID bracelet that has the name Lucia engraved on it. And oh, it's I just been special that. to me for a very long time, but I so appreciated that he didn't come at me with it, he just said it might mean something to you because it didn't mean anything to him, right? Who is this? <laughs> yeah, that's not your name. It might mean something right? to you, but it might not. So, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, 
I feel like we could talk about this forever. I feel like we could too. And you know what? We're going to have to pick this conversation up (laughs) another time because there's so many things that we can talk about. Um, But we sure want you to know that we are so glad that you joined us for Real Sisters Real Talk. And we want to remind you that we worship a real God who really, really loves you.